Well, I mean, I think the main headline that I've been seeing coming out of this episode, and I think that, like, I should just make my feminist stand right off the bat. In the new era of Survivor, so 41 and onwards, 10 out of 12 of the first boots, and not first boots of a season, but first boots of a particular tribe, 10 out of 12 have been women. Interesting. Yeah, I do. I do remember that. So this season in particular, three, the all, all three and like not counting the medevac situation, obviously, but yeah, all three of the first tribal boots have been women, which um, I, I think has a lot of people. I don't want to say in an uproar, but definitely. Yeah. Well, thinking about things i guess to be fair i mean not to be devil's advocate against feminism absolutely not but i I guess at least for the first vote they knew jamie was playing her shot in the dark so they took her off the table and they were actually going to vote for brandon right if he like brandon got votes but he played his idol that I mean, that's honestly a fair point. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just saying like, okay, well, it would have been actually the biggest, strongest guy. I guess why wasn't the second biggest, strongest guy Kane next then? Well, I guess because it was I guess it was Brandon's choice. Like it was literally just one vote. Right. It was Brandon choosing. No one else voted. So it was just one man's decision who was back against the wall. Okay, so that explains one out of the Yes, ten. okay, yeah. But, but, but no, 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 no. Like, this is where I know that we're on the same side here. But I think, like, um, I, won't, I won't read the whole thing. You can look it up if you want. But um, a, a player from previous season, Kellen Betchtold, was tweeting about this and had this, like, whole thread about it. But she's saying, like, the system of Survivor, like, disproportionately affects women in the early game. Like, specifically in the early game. Because in the early game, it's all about – we got to keep the tribe strong. We got to keep this tribe strong because a lot of the early challenges are like, here, lift this giant ass box. And it's like, maybe pre-merge, we lean a little bit more into things that are, have more of an even playing field depending on, you know, a woman. That's true because after the merge, I guess, you know, any challenge, if it's individual, they are, you know, anyone should be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Th- no, that, that, uh, that is a good point. But why were they, why were they going to vote Brandon off then? Like, I don't know. That's, it's just, the logic doesn't always logic either. Yeah. Well, and then the, this is basically where I got this from, but <clears throat> Claire tweeted that I just have this crazy theory that if early survivor challenges aren't lift and or push heavy thing, you might see less women going home. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I I don't I don't I don't know. I think like that is a stark number. I not to get I I don't know. I almost wanted to get heavy like up front so the rest of the episode could be breezier, but it's it's disappointing because the thing the thing that sucks is I want to be able to just watch it and like go with my gut. Like so I was texting Brian cuz you were watching live and I not to not to um blow up Brian's spot, but Brian was like why is Claire sitting out again? Send her home. <laughs> when it looked like it wasn't going to go that way, you know, like he was like, you got to be kidding me. And I wouldn't be able to to react like that too in a way of just like, yeah, like she, she sat out, like, just, you know, send her home. But like my, another part of me comes in and is like, not another woman. And I wish that I could just, enjoy it you know but it's i think it's an it's it's an important conversation and like yeah i don't know yeah. i don't i don't i don't have the answers but it, yeah maybe less like physical challenges early on yeah to be fair though at least in this new era we have seen two female winners and then one well, one gabler another perspective does that- one gabler winning neg- negate two women winning like do they equal out <laughs> like the audacity of <laughs> we had two women and one out al- and one self-identifying alligator yeah <laughs> um 
Well, and the, the thing too, Ashley, and this is where I think I'll finally get you on board, is somebody on Twitter was arguing that if we had a two-tribe format, there wouldn't be as many women sent home. Because when you have a tribe of six versus a tribe of nine that and and there are super physical challenges like you need all the physical strength you can get where when you have a few extra people to literally carry the weight yeah you may not be as worried about it do you know what I mean so I think like I think that we should go back to two tribes (laughs) in this essay I will Explain to Jeff Probst why we need two tribes. I just am over the three tribes. I'm over it. Well, we should honestly we should have had Brian on because I'm like, this is the we're we're not even like five minutes in and I'm already like Brian said this. He he said that he saw I don't know if it was on Reddit or what, but um he saw a tidbit that they were casting for seasons. 46 and 47 or 47 and 48 like implying that they're not casting for season 45 which would lead you to believe that maybe they don't need to cast because maybe it's a returning player returning player season Mm. which i i truly hope so i yeah we need it we need it i don't want to make any new friends yeah no we do need it well i i think that i wait so we're on 44 now Right. Okay. Yeah. So that this one would have filmed right after 43 Mm -hmm. and it's airing now. Yep. And then they're going to film. Okay. Yeah. This. All right. All right. Yeah. I feel, I don't know if this was like, there's any legitimacy to it, but weren't some people saying like that maybe they'll do a returning players from the new era or something or what if they did new era versus like the old era like in tribes yeah i'm i'm open to it i just i worry that that would just become season 40 winners at war old school versus new school i could definitely see it being returnees from these four seasons right like yeah i i could i could definitely see that before we get any further i do want to quickly introduce ourselves for anybody who's oh. new here welcome to idle chatter i'm Lara. And I'm Ashley. And as you might be able to tell, we're here to talk about everything Survivor. It will be a little breezier. It won't just be like a, f- a feminist rambling the, the whole episode. But let's be honest, it might be. But okay, Ashley, one other thing. I can't believe I didn't lead with this. Do you even remember what we discussed in like the last two minutes of our last episode? No. Okay. You're you're staring is it, at me. Is it about Carolyn? No. We played a game called Guess Who Says the Episode Title oh! of the Next Episode. And the episode title of this episode, episode three, is Sneaky Little Snake. And I said totally out on a limb. I was like, Danny says it. Cause like at the time I just could never picture Danny, a seemingly quiet firefighter being like sneaky little snake and guess who said it yeah wait who did i say danny i don't even remember i i don't know i feel like maybe you said carolyn like you definitely said somebody who you would have thought would say yeah looking good good job bravo i i was i was dying when i heard him say it yeah but I, I was just so excited. But be, before we get there, let's let's backtrack a little bit because um, Ratu gets back from Tribal and Helen went home last time. So Carson's kind of smoothing things over with Sarah and Sarah says it's okay because like what else is she going to do that like yeah. Helen was her main ally. And she does point out, she's like, I think Carson is the most dangerous right now. I think... I kind, I kind of think she's right. I, it's so hard to say in the beginning, though. But like, I, yeah, I guess in like the game as she knows it in their tribe, I feel like that does make sense. Yes, but he's like a little too big for his britches. I've been, I've been yeah. saying this. I agree with you. Uh, we we get this really nice scene of Carolyn and Jam Jam dancing and. I mean, Carolyn just has like, so many iconic lines. She was like, oh my God. I'm playing Survivor in two different shoes. 
Yeah. We have no explanation. Oh my, she she's something else. And I really love that friendship of her and Jam Jam. I love it so much. Next up, we go and see... A very ran- a random scene at uh, Ra- is it is it Ratu? Are they Ratu? I think Did so. Did I mix it up? Yeah. Oh, you called the other ones Ratu. Yeah, my they're bad, Tika. My the bad. blue, yeah, yeah blue yeah. is Tika. So now we're at Ratu, Correct. and we get. Um, I have a problem with the colors too. Like I literally couldn't even tell you what the colors are. I think they're orange and green and purple. Sounds right. I literally wrote. Blue tribe, purple tribe, orange tribe, and I keep writing the wrong. I, it, it's awful. It's confusing. Ratu is orange. Chica is purple. Soka is green. It's very hard to keep track who is on what tribe and what their color is and what their name is when there is three of them. Another reason for the two tribe format to return. But we get this really fun Ratu moment where they're all sitting on a beach and Kane is a belting out. The Canadian National Anthem, which is just not something I was expected to see. I thought it was, I think Marianne tweeted during the show. She was like, wow, after two Canadian winners and three seasons, Survivor is finally acknowledging Canada. Like, <laughs> And then we we learn a little bit about Kane as he's like playing with the, the sword immunity idol i couldn't even think of the word because i just don't associate sword with idol but that's what he's doing he's talking about how he's a huge nerd and he's a dungeon master and he's been a dungeon master for like four years which if you listen to the first episode of this season that we recorded with danielle Uh we talked about how much work goes into being a dungeon master so yeah it's all it's all full circle. Well, I guess we talked about that because it was probably maybe in his interest. I don't know. I don't know. And, how well, also, off, didn't wasn't there a commercial for like the dungeon, some Dungeons and Dragons movie? Right, you're right. watching, right? Yeah, was that the one with Reggie John Page? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, there we go. There we go. It's all it's all making sense. So uh, a nice a nice little moment there, and then we get we get some Brandon. He he's gonna go fishing, and he tells us that he's a real Renaissance man. He was. You know, I wrote I wrote down all of his interests if you want me to to rattle them off. So yeah, well, he's going to go fishing, you know, because he's a renaissance man. I think he was like the same. The fish better tell their friends to like be scared or something or stay away from me. And he was on the Seattle Seahawks. So he was in the NFL for three years. He's a pilot. He plays the piano. He plays the drums. He does magic tricks. He's snowboarding. He's getting his like scuba certification. He's always cooking. And I I think Brandon is like a couple years younger than me. And it just made me take a long, hard look at my life where I was like, oh, no, one of my friends wants to get together on Friday night and then someone else wants to get together on Saturday. When will I ever lay in my bed with Snoopy and do my laundry? Like, oh, my goodness. Like, I'm just imagining him go, go, going. As, you know, if Brandon can do all of those things, like maybe I can socialize this weekend. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's, it's asking a lot. Well, I, I think there is, you know, we talk about different tropes and of, of survivor players that are often doomed. So like, you know, my thing is I'm always like the super young player, the super young guy, like they typically do not win. And I feel like the fishermen does not win you know what i mean and i that's a thought that's never occurred to me until literally this second but like rupert ozzy neither of them have ever won in more recent seasons i feel like the person who picks up the fishing equipment because last season there was that guy whose name i don't even recall who i feel like was like catching so many fish and he was like they'll never send me home because i'm catching the fish and they were like no it's fine we'll ryan it was ryan ryan thank you like they were like no it's fine we'll 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 go hungry we want you gone like, yeah i i don't know if there's a rhyme or reason for it but yeah. it is a pattern it is a pattern the curse of the f- fisherman yeah the fisherman's curse so okay we do we we spend some time with soka next and of course we have more franny and matt moments and like okay so 
two episodes into this relationship, what's your take? What are your feelings? I just feel like it's bad gameplay and it's kind of like annoying. Um, yeah, they're like, please, when this is done, let's go on a road trip together. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, when this is, yeah, can we go, like, that's what we opened to. Can we go on a road trip together? And like, literally, I, I feel like later in the episode when Matt is talking about like tribal and stuff, like how he wants to stay, because I think he literally first says that he wants to like stay with Franny and like and play for survivor like i feel like franny is at the forefront and it's like coming on a little too strong but i mean she's totally into it too but i'm just you know it's yeah yeah yeah. and i think it's well she's into it but okay she also has that conversation later with claire where she's like matt is going to be very malleable to what we say and claire is like you mean what you say and she was like yeah true like she knows what she's doing but also not that i think she's i think it's like a it's i don't think she's being disingenuous but i think she also knows Mm -hmm. the situation i think it's it's it it is it is annoying because i i'll speak for myself i am just so far removed from like being giddy over somebody and like i am very much in love with my husband don't get me wrong but like I just it's it's like literally remind like I it reminds you of middle school like it does like that's how you would get about around boys like boys or girls in middle school just like oh my god like and it's yeah it's it's cute and it takes you back of like when you first meet somebody and you just like want to talk to them nonstop. but I'm at the point in my life where I'm like okay we've talked for 20 minutes like let's yeah this isn't love (laughs) island this is survivor right so but yeah and and it's funny because the rest of the tribe is talking about it and they're like they're both annoyed but they're like this is great for all of us because they're the first target and danny especially is like lock in with this four like he says i feel like they fist bump Mm mm-hmm and he is very paranoid that there's going to be a target on his back because he has the idol, which I'm like, dude, nobody knows you have the idol. Like, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Relax. But just in case, he is like has to take matters into his own hands. And he wraps the key. Like, he rehides the birdcage key in a little tree. And then he creates <clears> – he doesn't create a fake idol, but he takes the fake idol – wraps it in the real paper eats the fake paper which seemed <laughs> unnecessary throw it in the fire bury it like yeah that was, like why did you why did you do he's that like, but no whatever. one no one will never oh he he's lucky carolyn's not on his tribe because she's been known <laughs> to dig through shit to find something <laughs> oh my god the entertainment weekly article this week was like when you're on the island and your digestive tract is already like so messed up, why would you like fan the flames by eating a piece of paper? I don't know because I, I guess he was thinking this is the only way no one will find it. I mean, there are other ways. I, I realize that. But also, I mean, I feel like he's definitely trying to be a little like kooky. But I, yeah, I'm here for he, it. He's, he's he wants funny. the screen time just like the rest of us. He wants to be Tony. Well, Okay, so I saw another tweet and deepest apologies to the originator because I did not screenshot it or whatever. But it was basically like calling into question how, you know, later we see Matthew actually make a fake idol using bits of fabric and beads and and bits and bobs, but it feel it it hits different when the fake idol you plant is the fake idol that the producers have given you. Yeah. Because it's like, how is a player supposed to know? They have no shot at actually being like, this is fake because it's not fake. Like it's a production made. Like, yeah. whereas, you know, in past seasons when an idol has been fake, players can look at it and be like, huh, the other ones didn't look like this. Oh, this, fa- this fabric looks like it's from the same as our shelter. Like you at least they often do not realize it's fake <laughs> what was the one with eliza and whatever oh a she's stick like, it's, she's like this, she's like, this is a stick. stick yeah this is a stick like <laughs> oh my god so funny um, like they at least have the chance to be like this is fake but 
I don't think it was fair that um, when Matthew later finds it and they're playing like this doofus music in the background, like, why does that make him dumb? You guys made this. You manufactured this at the Survivor Warehouse of Props. Yeah. I, why? I didn't get those. I guess I, I didn't pick up on those vibes. Yeah. No, they were playing like the idiot music. Behind oh. Him. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe, he was, maybe it was, he was like. Maybe Jamie's the idiot for like finding they don't believing it. Well, let, let like and, oh by the way, <laughs> Matt also finds breadfruit, which was a fun little moment because we have not seen breadfruit in a minute. Uh, I was it was <laughs> funny because you and I I couldn't watch last night and you and Brian were texting, and you know we knew I wasn't watching and you were like breadfruit and I was like Laura no spoilers like breadfruit was a spoiler but I was like just kidding I'm so glad that they found breadfruit. Before we get back to the idol hunt and Matt finding it, we do get this really funny little moment uh, at Tika where it's revealed that Jam Jam snores and it's really funny. Oh, that was so funny. Carolyn is just like going off on him I but, like, in, a fu- I love- in a funny way. And they're like laughing about it, having a good time. I love them so much. But no, so when Matt finds, he finds the, the key, he unlocks the birdcage and then Danny comes up to him in front of Josh and is like, I saw you put something in your pocket. And he's like, I don't have anything. And then eventually he's like, yeah, I have it. No, it was even funnier, though, because Danny's like, like, because first he does the birdcage one. Then he goes and hides it. And he kind of is making comments. He's like, oh, my God, like, because he put it right back where he found it. And like, everyone's looking and like, no one's finding it. And he's kind of like, oh, come on. Then Matt finally finds it. Then he's like, oh, yeah, like Matt has it. And then he goes like super cash and i just think he has like really good comedic timing like that just is very natural super cash he goes now it's time to go tell everybody matt put something in his pocket like (laughs) and then then it goes to that scene that he goes up to him and josh and i was dying like very like mastermind i don't know like i i'm entertained he's he's kind of like a cody yeah tony yeah true and that's that's when he was like he's a sneaky little snake mm-hmm. and but no but they were because because it it was not him finding it, he was so excited about it because he like obviously then comes clean to josh he tells danny him and franny are like rejoicing over it and they're playing this you know you know the like the doofus music it's like dun, 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 like if i just had to give an impression yeah uh and i just yeah i agree with this tweet that i saw that i don't think it's i I think introducing a production made fake. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Are you saying the doofus music was playing when Matt found the fake, not when Matthew Correct. made it? I thought you were saying it was when Matthew was making it, and I was. Did like, I, I say Matthew? You oh might my god! Have. This is going to get so confusing. No, 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 no. When, when Matt, Matt on the tribe with franny matt as in matt and franny yeah when he found it sorry on so matt soka matt found the idol was when they were playing the doofus music and they yes no so that that's i think like the difference of like matthew on ratu correct matthew on yeah matthew on ratu yes ratu matthew matthew ratu Matthew, there we go. When he made a fake, that's different. Like, I think, like, it's different when a player makes a fake because then at least if Jamie really thought about it, she could be, like, they showed him in the flashback making the fake idol. And yeah. he's, like, pulling scraps of fabric from, like, the flag or like, from something. And, like, if she really wanted to, she could be like, huh, that doesn't look right. Or, like, you know what? I remember catching a glimpse of Brandon's idol when he played it. Or I could show this to Brandon and be like, Brandon, does this look like what you played? Like she has a chance to figure out that that's a fake, but the person who finds the production made fake yeah. doesn't really have that same chance. And so it seems unfair for them to play the the goofy music behind Matt because like, I how is think, he supposed to know? I think the doofus music, though, a lot of the time, though, is just a little wink to the audience that we know something he doesn't know. Yeah, that's fair. But, like, but like, what is your, what's your stance on the production made fakes? I mean, I think that they should remove some twists from this game because they're just inundating us with them, but... This isn't my least favorite. It's less convoluted than a lot of the other stuff that they introduced. Yeah, I mean, thank God it's not a fire token, but like, yeah, so I, I, I'm not, I'm not. It doesn't even look that good though. It's just beads. 
You know what I mean? Like it really, someone mm-hmm. could have just made that. I feel like yeah. they specifically made the fakes not as good as the real one. No, because they have a different fake on each tribe. Remember, we got we discussed that. Sorry, I'm like coming. Yeah, I don't know. I just I just feel like it doesn't bother you. No. Okay. I'm unfazed. Well, okay, maybe. T- maybe also, t- I feel like t- Matt can be kind of a doofus. So if if they play doofus music behind Jam Jam, I might get mad. But I don't have like an um, allegiance to Matt. I will say, like Danny is really feeling himself. He tells Heidi that Matt found the idol. Um, and I think he's like really coming alive and feeling himself, which like good for you. But also I feel like he could quickly fall into the trap of like getting too cocky. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've we've seen that go very bad. Yeah. Totally, totally switching gears. Uh, we get something super disgusting, next, which is Jamie on Ratu eating worms. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've eaten a worm before. Excuse me. Yeah, I, I, I'm like 99 percent positive I ate a worm. I, I think I think with Jeff Wormberger <laughs> and I, I, his brother. Okay, listen. I feel like is can you can as you a ask, child as a yes, child. Yeah. Can you ask your husband though if like they were ever told in Eagle Scouts like to eat worms to survive if they were like lost in the wilderness? Like I'll ask him later because I feel he like he didn't mention it during the episode. Yeah, because I feel like. Jeff's brother was an Eagle Scout, and I feel like they said they ate worms at Eagle Scouts. Maybe they were just tricking me into eating a worm like an idiot. I don't actually – I don't remember if I actually did, but I definitely considered doing it. Hmm. But going back to our idol conversation, which, like, sorry to be the dead idol horse, we then see Jamie find an idol, and she's so excited. She finds it with Matthew, her plant daddy. And then we get a little flashback revealing that Matthew actually found the real idol a couple days ago and he made a fake to put it in his paper. And I think Matthew is just like looking really good at this point. Like he's playing such a great game because he has like the strategic move of playing his shot in the dark so that his alliances were not known from from the jump. And then we have this little move. Yeah, I definitely agree with that because at first like I, I was getting good vibes from him, you know, in the first episode but then at the end when he played the shot of the dark i was like what the hell are you doing but then we Mm -hmm. last week we got his explanation and yeah i i really like him i i would say see this is terrible though because the the feminist uh feminist uh rant we had in the beginning i feel like okay i like carolyn a lot too though i I love carolyn okay i feel like jam jam and carolyn i love that duo together yeah so carol carolyn is a woman so but then i feel like i I really like danny a lot like danny's making me laugh and then i really like matthew i liked i think danny is funny. i don't dislike i don't dislike danny i just feel like i'm like we've seen it before i've seen yeah. that show before yeah but i, I have like, not seen the carolyn jam jam show before yeah but i know i'm just saying like on each tribe if i'm thinking like who i'm liking. okay i just also too like just remember last week where he was out looking for it and everyone was just like you know like the chief like laziness officer like you know claire said and they were just like oh man he yeah if he wants to work hard i just feel like and then franny and matt aren't really thinking like of the consequences of their actions and then heidi who we we barely know heidi yes we know nothing about her we don't know anything about her which is a shame so that's why i'm just kind of like i feel like danny is at least kind of like playing i got you i got you you know and then i guess Mm -hmm. like Josh is like thinking and stuff too. I don't know. I just I on that tribe I like him and yeah. One little editing clip I liked is in we have a voiceover from Matthew's interview and he's like, right now I hold all the power and he says that as I think Jamie is like combing his hair for him. <laughs> oh my. Uh, well, we get to the challenge next and I can't there's even, not. I can't even describe the challenge. I was like, I zone out sometimes during the challenge. It just, it doesn't excite me. Really? Yeah. I mean, this, this wasn't super exciting. It's called boxcar blues and there is an ocean component. There's a knot component. The only reason I love this challenge is the one where you have to like dig under a log and push yourself under the log. It's because if you, if you've been listening to the show since day one, you know that one of my favorite (laughs) lines a survivor of all time is when 
Adam did this challenge with his brother during a loved one's visit and he couldn't get through and he's like stuck and he's like wiggling around in the sand and he goes, I'm sorry, Evan. <laughs> and like it's it's something that my husband Matt and I say to each other all the time when we're apologizing for something. We're just like, I'm sorry, Evan. Like, that's so funny. That's yeah. why I like it. But then the end puzzle is you have to like stack four blocks and the colors can't repeat and this is this is interesting. It's very. Um, Soka hasn't been to tribal yet, and I feel like they are doing really great up until the puzzle. Right, and the tribe to finish first is Ratu, and then they kind of walk away, and Tika and Soka are like still struggling. So eventually, they both kind of just walk over there and look at what they did, and. Long story short, Tika, led by in the in the puzzle by um Jam Jam and Carson, finished first, and then Soka loses. And by the way, Franny and Matt were doing their puzzle. One of my absolute favorite moments of the whole episode, though, was when Jam Jam is getting the blocks for the puzzle and he narrates, <laughs> he just goes. <laughs> Jam Jam carries a block all by himself. And yeah. like Jeff was like Jam Jam doing his own narration. Like, cause he was like, like, cause Jeff wasn't saying it. It yeah. was just so, it was just such a funny moment. I just, I love Jam Jam so He's much. He's so funny. I, I did actually have a comment about this puzzle. Interestingly enough, I want to know. It's, I mean, it's very like Rubik's Cube vibes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it might be actually pr- kind of hard because I was I'm I'm watching Blood versus Water the original one, and that's when they um someone goes to I I guess it's Redemption Island mm-hmm. when they, they can come back into the game and like they they let three people get there and then they compete and then one person goes home and two stay. And it's Vetus, mm-hmm. um, Laura M, and Tina. Uh-huh. And Laura M, puzzle queen. Don't love her politics, but got to give credit where credit's due that she's a puzzle queen. She finishes the puzzle, and then it's Vetus and Tina, and she has to help Tina. Like, Vetus and Tina are both struggling and not getting it. So I think that this is one of those things that, like, if it doesn't click in your mind, it doesn't click in your m- mind. So I don't know. I just I just thought that was kind of interesting that Tina also won by getting help. Just like right, they that these other tribes were getting help. Just makes that's me, a makes me wonder. That's a really good point. Love my rewatch, so I can just be like, oh, I remember that. I know. I was impressed because as soon as you started like pulling that thread, I have my little Survivor wiki open, so I started looking at like other times that this challenge has been played, and it was like blood versus water and i was like look at that i mean to be fair i watched it like a week ago so <laughs> so anyway that means so good's gonna go to tribal for the first time and we get back to the beach we get to sc- oh one what we should also mention about the challenges claire sits out again yes which- and yeah well i mean well and jeff says oh jeff kind of is like oh claire sitting out again and i think she's like oh well we agree as a tribe that you know, it's it's just like the best choice. And, you know, my, I, my ego is not in it. It's for the good of the tribe. Yeah, I think the biggest devil's advocate thing you can say to anybody who like comes at her for sitting out is like, look at how much and how often Sandra sat out and she has won the game twice, you know? So yeah, that is I, true. I, what, I think it is interesting, though, when they come back, Franny's like, you know, it kind of sucks coming back from the challenge every week, dirty and exhausted. And then it like goes to Claire on the beach and she's like clean and like, you know, kind of just like sitting there relaxed and stuff. But they they should speak up if they have a problem with her sitting out. Exactly. Franny was also super upset too and had to go like have a moment in the ocean, which like, yeah, I don't know. I felt like it wasn't that serious. Her name didn't even come up. And well, she doesn't also know. Remember- you never know. Yeah. Well, also her Matt- beloved. And Matt can't vote. Yes. Yeah. We. I forgot because about of, this until he uh-huh. reminded us. So, yeah, he can't vote. 
but it is very interesting how it went from the four of them were going to stick together and obviously they need to break up Matt and Franny to all of a sudden like Danny's like oh yeah I really like they're like I really like Claire but you know yeah, I felt like that came out of nowhere. And so the, their plan is we're, we're going Claire. And then at one point, Franny and Claire talk. And Franny is like, I really like Claire. I want to work with her. And I want to work with Matt, Avi. And she throws out Josh's name, which I was like, oh, my God. I think it could actually go Josh. Reading the Entertainment Weekly wrap-up, wrap um, I should have known it never would have been Josh because we haven't gotten his – back package as we call it on idle chatter we haven't gotten his backstory yet and we know he has a really profound backstory and there's no way that he would have gone home without us seeing that yeah but his name is thrown out there and Heidi is kind of in the middle and her and Claire have like this really awkward talk where like oh, yeah. Heidi is like, I mean, I would tell you if I was going to vote for you. Like it, it was just very, she's like, I need to think about this. Like, yeah. So yeah, she is kind of, you know, in the middle because I guess we have pretty much Danny and Josh voting for Claire and then Matt doesn't have a vote. So Franny and Claire would vote for Josh and they would need Heidi to be that tiebreaker. Right. I don't think there's really anything else to say before we go to tribal. No, I don't think so. My favorite, my second favorite moment of the episode maybe tied with my first favorite moment was during tribal when Jeff imitates the gargoyle statue that's part of the set and makes the gargoyle. Did you see that? <laughs> I, I think I missed it. I'll have to go Don't back. Don't worry, Ashley. I have an image that I can send you right now. Oh, we thank can you. All, we can all just wait in silence for you to receive it and give us your reaction. My, oh my God. Blind, blind react, blind react. Ah! <laughs> Ooh, I wasn't expecting I, that much gusto. I you you only lifted one hand, but this is well because I sorry I'm slouching and was holding on to the microphone. But so there's like this random gargoyle. Like you know, it's like all of the early tribal talk is like fairly. I want the the word that came to mind was like rubbish. Like it's just like we don't we've heard it before. Yeah, and Jeff was like, yeah, it's kind of like that gargoyle right up there. Like, it was so weird. It was just like, Jeff, what are you doing? Okay, like, another Jeff is just like a different man in this new era. Like he is just okay. Did you know? Did you notice the commercial where he's like, "Oh, stop talking about what you would have done and like apply <laughs> to be on Survivor." Like he's okay. It's funny because I listen. I have not listened to Jeff's podcast except for like the first five minutes of like the first episode. But I do follow it. And so they'll post like little sound bites and clips. And the one that just came up for me was he was talking about like how he was like, people will come up to me and be like, oh, man, I really want to be on Survivor. Like, I'd be so great. And I'll be like, well, have you applied? And they're like, no. And it's like, and I'm just like, is this just all a ploy to get like, how badly do you need applicants? They are pushing people so hard to apply. And it's like, I mean, I guess. Like, I'm the perfect example. I'm like, if you need people, I'll do it. But I have never applied. But I just, ugh, I don't know. I feel like this is, and this is, like, another, I don't want to get into it. But, like, kind of the way that you feel so strongly about two tribes, I feel pretty strongly that, like, I, dude, I just don't want super fans. Like, I'm fine to have a, like, I, I just think it's so much more fun when you have, like, a Keith Nail who, like, really doesn't know what they're doing. But I feel like you need to have some people in the know. Yeah, and, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Also, though, one thing I feel, and tell me if you agree, Do you, I, I feel like they're definitely getting away from the model actor. You know, Yeah, well, thank God. But, yeah, but I feel like that for a long time, the people that were on there weren't on there because they wanted to go on Survivor. It was like from their agent or something like they want to be a model or an actor i feel like that's how ozzy ends it up there yeah no well and i like just a couple of the seasons i've been watching recently like cat um that was on uh blood versus water and and one world you know i feel like cat 
was probably like model actress Mm -hmm. you know just a lot of just like the you know younger attractive types no that's a that's a super fair point and i don't want to go back there either but you know what i do you know what i mean like i i think like There's something so refreshing about watching people play the game who haven't studied it so hard that it's like, I don't know, that there's a a genuine exploration, I guess. I don't know. There's something that I just crave about that era of Survivor. I I really wonder, though, the ones that actually study it I feel like are fewer far few and far between. Even you and I, I will. I've I've watched twenty seven seasons of Survivor in the past like two three three months now. I still probably would get bamboozled some way or sure. wouldn't think. So I don't know. I just feel like the ones that actually like are students of the game, they're always a man. <laughs> yeah, well, they're always a white man. <laughs> <laughs> or like I've li- I've lived and breathed this game. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like again. I just I don't I don't know. I st- I stand by it. I stand by it. And I think, but it's it's also like yeah, like you and I, like we don't practice puzzles in our backyard. We don't have like everything memorized. But like we have a Survivor podcast. Like I think yeah. to the average person, we are a super fan. We we are a fan. Yeah, w- collectively together, we have enough knowledge to be one super fan. I don't know, but but don't we want people like that actually really want to play and that aren't just there to get on TV also? Yeah, I don't want the model actors. I want the Keith Nails. Okay. How did That's Keith end saying. up there? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> my dream interview is Keith Nail. Oh my god. Let's start a letter writing campaign. Oh my god, do you think he would come on the podcast? Do you think his son his son would help him? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, can you set up a Zoom for your dad? Yeah. Well, I don't want to underestimate. I don't want to, you know, be ageist, but I just know that my parents wouldn't be able to get on a Zoom. Oh, yeah. It'd be a disaster. We've always talked. We used to talk back in the day about having our, our moms come on. I still think it would be. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, it'd be fun, but. I feel like it my- would have to be like, I feel like maybe your mom would, would your mom would have to be there with you. Yeah. And then my mom would have to be there. We'd have to, like, share a mic. The, the thing that – we talked about this a little bit last week. Again, I don't, I don't want to loop people into a group. But I think some people, and they may be moms – and I'm – listen, I'm a mom too. But they may be <laughs> moms of a different generation. They they make a lot of statements like, I don't like her, period. And it's like, okay, why? I don't know yeah and it's like to to have a podcast you have to be able to elaborate a little bit and also like i don't know have a good reason for disliking somebody other than like oh i hate their laugh (laughs) like i hate their face you know i just it's just very funny though with my mom like she only and she doesn't realize like she'll deny it she'll never admit it but she's always rooting for a man no matter what we're watching if we're watching top chef if like sometimes she'll be like like there she has a couple like she'll be like oh Br- yeah oh Brooke is gonna be on this show or Antonia like from Top Chef like she like <laughs> like she'll mention them, but I feel like when it comes down to it most of the time she's rooting for a man and she won't and she's just you know she happens to think that it's just a coincidence and it's like every single season of Survivor or anything we've ever watched you've just happened to like the man the best. It's because as women in our society, I love how at the beginning I'm like, this isn't going to be a feminist episode. Yeah. Um, it's because as women in our society, like women historically, typically currently, like get such fewer opportunities that we are conditioned to believe that we need to compete with each other as women to get one of those coveted spots like Mm -hmm. if only one woman can succeed then we have to compete with the other four who are also competing for that thing when in reality we should just be competing with the men but I think that influences a lot of that kind of thinking and I think that a lot of people just haven't 
like broken that down yet yeah and i mean also too i just feel like you know my mom's 67 years old and i just think (laughs) she's kind of like set in her her you know i just feel like for her she's not going to like look at it a different way and that's why we have our generation to look at things a different way yeah and you know what that that also gets back to my original point though of like sometimes i wish i could be like that i wish i could just like turn off my brain and be like yeah like i'm I'm going for the hot guy yeah i'm rooting i'm rooting for whoever is from philly regardless of anything else Mm -hmm. i wish i could just go with my gut and my heart like and there's there's people who do watch it with that with that uh, i always i always do have a soft spot for a jersey person or a philly person though i will say oh absolutely who doesn't but it's funny though if someone's from like um north jersey to the point where it's like they're so close to like new york i don't like like okay like tony like where's tony from like hoboken or jersey city or Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. like so tony i I, i'm never like he's a jersey like i don't really think about it like that but if they're like from like south jersey or like central jersey or they're from philly i'm like they're my people Mm -hmm. oh but anyway claire goes home oh yeah well some stuff happens i mean we vote we vote everybody votes for claire well she plays a shot in the dark yeah and she's not safe yeah oh what okay yeah i know it was anticlimactic but damn yeah, so there's – and then Matthew um, – or Matt, Matt rather, doesn't have a See? vote. Yeah, so there's just three votes for Claire. And th- I guess they do say something where, like, I think Claire's like, oh, Heidi, like, wh- like what are you thinking? Like, or mm-hmm. were your thoughts the same or something? So I guess that's why Claire's like, shit, I'm just going to go yeah. for it. Yeah, so not safe. She goes home. So, yeah, Franny, Danny, and Heidi all vote for Claire. Which I liked mm-hmm. Claire. Um, yeah. But- you know, it's so early though. You don't know. It's it's really hard to say who your allegiance. Is I did with. really like her. I thought because I loved the little moment that she had when she was sitting out the first time mm-hmm. or the second time, where she was gossiping with Matthew. I thought that was a really fresh yeah. kind of and her play. You, her tweet that you shared. It's like you know, yeah. I'm gonna do one thing. You're, I'm gonna gossip or whatever. Yeah. So. I, I was sorry to see her go, but that's, yeah. that's the game, I guess. So, well, uh, and who knows? It could be something so minimal, but they do tease next week like a boat comes up and like people gasp. So it's probably yeah. just another journey or something. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, it could be like a weird kind of swap. Like, because I feel like they also kind of showed like people drawing something out of a bag. I don't know yeah maybe it was like drawing who's going on the journey I don't know. yeah they really don't give you a lot to go on i think there one time there was that nighttime journey that was kind of cool i don't know oh my god i fucking love the nighttime yeah. journey oh that is sick yeah yeah <laughs> also we haven't visited the survivor sanctuary yet yeah so i don't know we'll we'll see we'll see we'll see all right well that's that's episode three let's play our game real quick so next week's episode is called I'm Felicia. Who do you think says it? It's is it like a bye Felicia? Like bye Felicia. They don't explain, but I would assume. So that's what I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of like, oh, it's probably somebody who's like, yeah, this is a bye Felicia, but like I'm Felicia. Like I'm going goodbye. Like I don't know. Like so that's. I th- they're all pretty young though. I was gonna say like, well, I mean, I guess like the movie that's from like isn't super. Like, I, I it isn't super current. I feel like it's from... I feel the, like a lot of people know the saying. Yeah, but I feel knowing. like maybe people that are on, you know, online. But I feel like everyone's probably online. Everyone's pretty young. Yeah. So, honestly, that's it's really tough to say. Um, I feel like it's Matt. That's Matt? my guess. Um... What if every episode I just said Danny? <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, it's Danny. Um... You can just pick a random person. Okay, I'm going to pick I I feel so much pressure. I'm trying to think who's like kind of funny. Jam Jam. Oh, no, I'm not going to make your guess for you. I was going to I was I was just going to say Jam Jam okay. actually. All right. All right. But then in my head I was like he's not Felicia cuz he's not going anywhere. Oh my god! I'm never gonna say bye. I'm never gonna say bye to Jam Jam. Protect Jam Jam at all costs. Yeah. 
All right. Well, next up is our segment called luxury items where we share things outside of Survivor that we are enjoying. Would you like to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. Mine is so dumb, but it's, and it's not unique. Like, I feel like I always want to come on and be like, here's the hot new show. Here's the hot new podcast. But like, this is what I've been doing. I've been falling asleep to the Harry Potter movies, but what's really funny is like I put it on and within 20 to 30 minutes, I close it to go to sleep because I watch it on my laptop. Yeah. And so like I have been watching Deathly Hollows part one for like the past week in like 20 minute increments That's every so night. So it's so funny because like a movie never lasts that long, obviously, but it's just like I'm really stretching it out and I look forward to it every night because I'm like, ooh, time to watch my Harry Potter That's movie. So- That's nice. I mean, yeah. I haven't seen the movies in a really, really long the time. The reason last weekend I was all caught up on my shows and I, I wanted I, – I've said this to you. I said this to a few people. I'm just in a rut. I'm in a show rut. I want to fall in love with something. You know what I mean? When you're mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I've never watched this show. And I know I have a ton of recommendations of things that I'd probably like, what ah. It just – it hasn't struck me. And so I was just like – surfing the streaming services and i saw on hbo like that um the the reunion special they did for harry potter like the 20th anniversary or something like that and i was like you know i i'll put this on i haven't watched that yet and it was like a pretty cute little moment in time it was like a nice thing to put on in the background and then it made me want to watch the movies and i felt like i'd watched movie number four goblet of fire pretty recently and i because also like the, the the one through three are like they're little babies like yeah you know i, I want to like th- i feel like three's pretty good because that's uh alfonso quaron yeah yeah i know his i, I cool, like three too his cool like style of it i regret not starting from the beginning because yeah. like it would have lasted longer and not that, again, there's, like, no expiration date. I can just start again, which I might. But it's kind of nice when you haven't watched them in a long time. And it's, like, all kind – it feels kind of new. One of so. the greatest things – by greatest, this is so sad. But one of – something that, like, I've given myself permission to do and it was very freeing, which, like, some people wouldn't even think about this. But if I decide – sometimes I'll just say – oh, I'm going to, you know, rewatch this show. I'm going to do this. And then I'll start watching it and then I'll drop off. And then I'll feel either pressured that I need to keep watching it, even if I'm not in the mood. Or if I do want to go watch it, I'm like, oh, well, I kind of forgot. So I have to go back all the way to, even though I'm on season three that I left off two months ago, I need to go back to season, like, and, and I'm just like, no. Like, this is literally your entertainment. There's no pressure associated with it. So it's nice. Sometimes if I don't feel like watching something, I'll just pick, like, a random season of some, like, reality competition show, like an old, like, America's Next Top Model or something. Mm -hmm. And I'll just, like, spend, like, two days watching that. And it's really fun. That is fun. Yeah. What's your luxury item this week? Oh, I I wasn't going to have one. I I, was going to be kind of like a bullshit thing. I was going to say – like Vanderpump Rules again because mm-hmm. I've just been like watching Vanderpump Rules like I'm on season eight now um and this current season is 10 but okay. Top Chef premiered last Thursday mm. so I watched that on Saturday I think so this is Top Chef um season 20 it's in wow. London so it's our first international season and it is an it is an international all-star season. So it's all winners and finalists from international versions of the Top Chef franchise. So there's some from the US, there's some there's like Top Chef Middle East, Top Chef Brazil, like the winner, Top Chef France, Top mm-hmm. Chef this. That's fun. I wonder if we'll ever do something like that for a survivor, like <gasps> contestants from well, Australia, contestants from South Africa. Didn't Sandra and her daughter go on Australia? Oh, did they? Well, there you go. Yeah, I think. Well, but that's just one single person. It's not like. Yeah. But that would be. Well, they're kind of doing because Courtney brought this up to us in a way, kind of with the challenge, at least when they they had the challenge US the, the summer 
right? It was over the summer. That was like comprised sure. of all like Survivor, Big Brother, Love Island, Amazing Race people. And those two winners who happened to be Survivor contestants um, are going, there were like international versions and now they're all, I guess, competing. I don't know if it started airing yet, but. So that's fun. That's, that's good. Um, yeah. Oh, and another luxury item could be. I know you said like we're gonna try to keep it, but th- these are this is just like a little one though. We got to okay, see okay. each other. Yeah. On Sunday did. for brunch. Oh, that's nice, Ashley. Our, yeah. I yeah. Laura Laura's like looking at me like yeah, Ashley. Like we're keeping it to one a week, and I'm like I'm like TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. It's been 56 minutes. No. Well, we, I yeah, because I have another thing I could say too. Yeah. Well, no, I was just saying that's nice that. Yeah. We got to get together with you and some of our closest girlfriends, our group chat and get a nice little brunch that, how was that tomato soup? It looked delicious. It was okay. I like a oh. little bit of a smoother soup and this was like a little chonky. chonky. It was, it looked very like creamy though. Like it had like a lot, like, it was light in color, which I like sometimes out of a tomato soup. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty good overall. Pretty good. Pretty good food. Did you have anything else that you wanted to say or? I mean, I was going to just say that Ted Lasso season three came out this week. So that was obviously a very exciting. I need to watch it still. I need to. Now it's finally that time that I need to redownload Apple TV and then I can watch Shrinking. Yes. Oh, my God. No, Ashley, you will. I'm I feel like you'll love Shrinking. Yeah, and I'm sure I will. But honestly, it's just I have so many streaming services. I mean, honestly. No, I get it. I get it. Laura, you don't understand the pressure being that person that pays for the Paramount plus prescription subscription that <laughs> everyone that literally from off the top of my head danielle you've used it right yeah gabby and buddy have used it mm-hmm. courtney's like actively watching the challenge on it one day i saw someone was watching bar rescue and i was like who the hell is that <laughs> it's my friend joanne from work she wanted to watch something and i was like oh just use my paramount plus <laughs> the password is blank which is like a funny password <laughs> And, yeah. uh, and like Brian watches drag race on it and stuff. My parents watch it. So like, so I, I, it was just a joke, but I have so many streaming things and it's like, I don't watch that much on Apple TV. So now that Ted Lasso is out, may I, maybe I'll just, do we know, know how many, um, episodes total Ted Lasso is? Is it going to be 10 or 12 or? Probably 10 or 12. Yeah. Just do it at the end. Honestly. Yeah. I'll the, probably, I, I'll, I'll, I feel you on that. I recently canceled, well, I didn't cancel. I just like stopped paying for the paid plan are Hulu because like there's nothing I'm actively watching on Hulu the thing that sucks is I feel like another one that I would not pay for if there was nothing I was actively watching on it which there's not would be Disney however the baby yeah we got we gotta have Disney that's where all of her shit is now like I I downloaded on, on a whim i feel like it was a friday night and i was like i want to watch some like 90s I, I was watching like honey like we shrunk ourselves or something and then randomly i will bust it out and like watch the parent trap or like i watched heavyweights like a couple weeks ago so sometimes i like the nostalgia but i think i'm also i feel bad my dad uses it to watch the mandalorian though yeah so i'll have to find out when i don't i don't know but he, he can he has money he can buy it i don't know so yeah i'm probably gonna cancel the weird thing about too. parents is they can afford them but they won't it's yeah. the weirdest thing like my mom loves stars like that she loves shows on stars and we have it for free but because of we, we, we just do but um for some reason, it's one that's, like, hard to connect to other people's TVs because I think it has, like, a really shitty app. So it's, like, hard to, like, get the, like, get the login figured out or whatever. Anyway, and, like, I've a couple times for Christmas have, like, gifted her, a, like, a subscription. But it's just, like, I'm, like, if this is something you enjoy, just, like, pay for it. Like, well, my, my dad does that. Like, my mom, like, has worked her whole life. Like, they don't, like, spend that much money on extravagant stuff. And my mom likes going out to eat. Not all the time not like every day but my dad just always gives her crap and they were in town yesterday oh like another quick luxury item i have a tv in my living room again it's been literally two months that's very exciting my uncle is some somewhat of a tech whiz and he has like tvs like just Mm -hmm. in his home so he lent he brought a tv to my parents house when he was there the other day my parents delivered it to me so my dad set it up. The thing is, it's a smart TV, but it's older. So I can't like 
it's not letting me download any apps. So like I literally just have Netflix on it. It, it has like Netflix and YouTube and like one other thing and it's not letting me download anything else. So I'm going to need to get a fire stick or a Roku or something, whatever. But my mom, we were going to all go out to dinner, but I was sick, so I couldn't go. But my mom still wanted to go. My dad was like, ugh, it's expensive. He always like, I'm like, I'm like, and, and, and I, I was like, can you just take her out to dinner and let her be happy? Yeah. Like, come on. I was jealous I couldn't go. They had a special St. Patrick's Day menu mm-hmm. at this tavern that I love nearby. Yeah, happy belated St. Patty's Day. I guess this will probably come out on Saturday. I'm oh, thinking. I was like, I was like, um, it's tomorrow. Like, we're not, I we know, but by it. the time yes. this comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good point. Good point. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. We'll be back next week to break down. I'm Felicia. Who's Felicia? <laughs> I think Matt's Felicia. I- I'm saying Jam Jam, but we'll see. Uh. DM us on Instagram and tell us who you think said it. We'll, we we want to know. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk to you all later. Leave us a rating review if you made it this far and you haven't done so already. But yeah. Otherwise, have a great week. Bye. Bye, everyone.